Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, the place to be to embody the goddess you were born to be. I'm Diane Shepard, certified Tantra coach with a specialty in the Taoist Jade Egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices to help you heal your relationship to your sensuality, reclaim your pleasure, and tap into the life force power of your sexual energy, which is definitely not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything, your mental and physical health, your creativity, your joy, your vitality, and it's also a direct line to your unique expression of the sacred feminine. And what the world needs now more than ever are more women like you embodying the goddess they were born to be. You see, we're at a crucial point in human history right now. A new way of being human is emerging on the planet. And at the heart of that shift is the rise of the sacred feminine. How is the feminine rising in you? Let's find out. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hey there, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Vital Goddess Podcast. It is always so much more fun when you are here. So thanks for coming back if you've been here before. And if you are brand new to the show, maybe brand new to me and my work, I am so excited to have you here. And I truly hope you find something that's supportive, useful, maybe even inspiring, entertaining, who knows. But again, I'm really stoked that you are just giving it a try. So thanks for being here. Okay, so in today's episode, I want to dive into this concept of midlife crisis, which I think is, um, you know, we need to reframe that, right? This is an opportunity, yes, but even more than that, um, what we call midlife crisis is a huge period, like um, over like two decades, really, of initiation, or it can be. And I think, again, like everything I talk about on my podcast, this is an area where we've been led in the opposite direction of where we need to go, right? Really giving our power away, seeking external solutions, when really this is about inner work. When we do the inner work, right, of midlife initiations, then we set ourselves up. um, We'll get right back into alignment, right? With who we came here to be, what we came here to do, and really give our gifts from a place of fullness and joy and, you know, just really rock our mission, right? And that can really extend into um, thriving relationships and all of those things. But it absolutely is an inside job. And astrology can help massively. It has been huge on my own healing journey, which is why I offer it in my work for people, for women who are open to it, because it can really help us really kind of cut to the chase and really customize um, what what we're up to here, right? Embodying our feminine energy, embodying really all of who we are, not just our feminine energy, um, sacred feminine energy, because it is a sacred um, uh, part of us, I believe. And this goes so beautifully. Astrology and tantra, I think, are a match made in heaven because um, you know the practices I teach, the the tantric and Taoist practices that I teach about the sacred feminine embodiment. Um, again, astrology can really help you customize um, these practices and make them really come alive in your life, right? In your body and in your life. So that's why I wanted to speak to that here today and specifically about 
the, um, I'm going to talk about four, there are more, but we'll talk about the four main ones that I see come up in my work a lot. And um, just the awareness of it is going to help, um, you know, you navigate these more successfully, right? Just talking about these things can really start to have us experience them differently. That's the way astrology works. I think that's the way the universe works, right? What we focus on expands and our perspective on things really matters. If we come at things from more of the victim mindset, guess what? It's going to stay that way. But if we start to really own our, um, I would say, our our duty as co-creators and start to really work, uh, do the inner work or inner play, you might even say, to bring these energies alive and harmonized in your life, um, things can feel a lot more fun. Let's say, let's just stop there. Fun, right? A lot more fun and alive. And sure, life is challenging and there are going to be challenges. But when we are, you know, in tune with our authentic selves and our own inner authority, it's a big part of that, right? Um, then we can really navigate all of that from a place of more uh, what's called like secure attachment of just knowing who we are, right? Knowing why we're here. And, um, and having that confidence and humor <laughs> to really navigate more successfully. So I'm going to dive into, again, four different um, initiation portals that can be super helpful to know about and to get some support around, right? To really dive in, uh, either do it on your own, really investigate what this means to you personally, or perhaps get a reading maybe from me or another astrology um, person, astrolog astrologer that you trust Um to help you really see how this can really play out in your life. Now, I don't use astrology as um, predictive, right, or or prescriptive. It's more about um, just really bringing to light what's what's possible, and then we get to choose, right? We have free will. We get to choose how this all plays out. We are so incredibly nuanced and so many facets to us, and we are very. Um, very unique, right? I always say that a lot, but we are, we're so unique. Okay. So the first initiation portal that I want to speak to is called the Uranus opposition that happens for a lot of people around age 40 to 42. Now, what that means is the Uran planet Uranus um, in the sky goes opposite to the planet Uranus in your birth chart. So it makes it very personal for you. So what does that mean? Well, Ur Uranus is the planet of liberation. So when you think Uranus or the, the sign of Aquarius is associated with Uranus, think freedom, right? It's about liberation, freedom. It's really about um, shaking us up to wake us up, I like to say. It's really about, um, you know, maybe being a little disruptive in our lives to help us realize where we are out of alignment, where we have kind of strayed from our own authenticity and our own very super unique way of being in the world. And this can show up in so many different ways, depending on, you know, your birth chart, it can show up um, in career, right? You see people at this stage of life having, you know, drastic career changes. Sometimes they just um, more of like the, where they're living, their location, people can move across the globe when, when this transit's happening or this initiation. This can absolutely show up in relationships. In fact, I think it always bleeds into relationships, right? Because relationships are a big part of our lives. And so it's, it can show up as um, a restlessness and um, just a needing to bust out and, and get ourselves free. Now, we can experience this. This is like really, I think, the classic, um, you know, in the media, what they call midlife crisis, where people just, you know, bust out and just 
have erratic behavior and, um, you know, who knows how, it, how that can express. However, when we use it consciously, it's an incredible um, initiation portal where we can get realigned with our, our, unique, our unique gifts, right? Who we came here to be. And I, I just want to say too, that if you feel like you're out of alignment and you've gone off track, please don't make yourself wrong. I want you to give yourself a big hug right now. We all go there. And I think that's part of the journey, right? We don't really know sometimes um, how to realign until we go off the rails. <laughs> so if that's you, really sense of humor helps here. Just say, oh yeah, okay, that's me. And I want to get back on track, right? It's not about like, get back on track. It's more like, oh yeah, wow. I feel what I'm doing is really not aligned. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good in my body, right? Is is a good indicator that things need to change. Now, this is a time where you may see um, yourself or people in your friend group, if they're around that age, you know, maybe having affairs, falling in love with someone else. Maybe they're married for many years and just all of a sudden it's not working for them. Um, again, career changes, but in terms of relationship, it can also present as um, getting more aligned with our authentic sexual identities. So I see a lot of, um, say, women realize like, oh my gosh, actually, um, I'm really attracted to women, like I'm a lesbian, right? And just having to have those deeper conversations, sometimes challenging conversations to make the changes so we can live more authentically aligned with who we truly are. And of course, that can happen for a lot of men too. I've seen this um, in people I know that, um, you know, they could, you know, really get more in tune with who they are and their how their sexual energy wants to truly express through them. And if it hasn't been you know, working in the structure of relationship that they've created, then some conversations need to happen to either transform that that container, we're going to rewrite the contracts and things like that, or perhaps end it, right? And in hopefully a loving way so that you can, you know, move on. It'll probably be good for everyone involved because no one no one thrives when we are not authentically aligned, right? So um, in the long run, it can be difficult, right? But these are things that could come up in this um, transit, which can last anywhere from like one to two years. And it can be a very disruptive time. And, you know, add to that mortgage payments, um, children and things like that. So I don't want to minimize the pressure cooker that people can can feel like they're in during this time. But again, being kind to yourself, loving to yourself, compassion, compassionate to yourself, but also the people in your life is going to serve you massively. You know, getting present, you know, really tuning in and really um, navigating and processing emotions, getting real with your emotions is going to help you through all of these initiations really massively. But what you don't want to do is get avoidant and check out because that's going to, um, you know, cause a lot of harm most likely. But if you stay true to yourself and tune in, maybe get support if necessary. Um, this can be a really beautiful and powerful um, you know, initiation for you, right? And it kind of kicks off the whole midlife thing, right? So for me, and personally, I um, was going through that and going through menopause at the same time. So it was a wild ride and it really um, definitely changed everything. And it's a time we question everything. So you should, you should be questioning everything if that's going on for you. So uh, that's the Uranus opposition. And then we have um, Chiron. So the Chiron return happens later, like age 48 49, 50, even 51 for some folks. Now this is such a beautiful and deep 
um, initiation, right? So Chiron is the archetype of the wounded healer. And the beauty of Chiron is that when we do the inner work, right, here's the theme, inner work, when we do our own inner work around this, it's going to bring up, you know, our, our deepest wounds. Now, don't let that scare you. The beauty of Chiron is that when we do this inner work and embody, you know, our shift, we become medicine for others. And it's such a beautiful thing because you um, become a healer, whether you do that as a profession or not, people will be drawn to you because you have done that initiation, right? This is very shamanic, really. So this is how you really give your deeper gifts to the world by doing this inner work. From my perspective, this is how I view Chiron Return. And it can be, again, really powerful in helping you um, get clearer on your mission and your purpose in terms of your sacred work. And it might be work that you get paid to do. It might not. You know, for me, it ended up being so. I went through my Chiron return and it was really all about, it's going to be so unique to you, right? The journey. For me, it was very much about, um, you know, bringing more spirit into matter, bringing sacredness into sexuality, getting very, very specific on practices that support that, that really cultivate that. So hence, you know, the Taoist and Tantric practices that I'm really passionate about teaching that all really started to gel um, as, as my life's work when I did the inner work, the healing work around that during my Chiron return right? And I continue to do it, right? However, um, this can be a really beautiful transition or initiation. And it's a time also um, that I would definitely recommend getting support because again, it can be very tender. This can be your own, you know, wounding, sometimes childhood wounding, most likely for all of us, childhood wounding, trauma can come up. Um, intergenerational trauma can come up, you know, you might be what's called a cycle breaker in, you know, your lineage where you're here to really stop the cycle of, of generational trauma. So a lot of deep stuff can come up. Um, and so getting support can be so, so powerful and really wise, you know, depending on what's going on. So whether that's like, um, you know, astrology coaching or some kind of therapy, again, it's going to be so unique to you and your Chiron journey, the kind of support that can be really useful. You might start working with um, a therapist who specializes in inner child healing or something like that, you know, depends on what's, what your Chiron wounding is about. And I think we have a society that runs from wounds, not understanding the medicine of wounding and how it actually serves us and serves the world. This is about us developing, again, compassion for ourselves and for others, dialing up our self-love, absolutely key during this period, this initiation, and how Chiron works, right? This is like the um, Chiron in the sky is coming um, what's called conjunct or in the same area of your own personal natal Chiron. And it'll be in the same sign of your Chiron for quite some time. So you'll be feeling the stir of this um, whenever that that's happening. But for you personally, you get three um, initiation portals really that it becomes more intense, more opportunity for healing. It does three passes. So it'll come in kind of strong and then ease up for a while, give you a little break, a little breather, and then it'll come in again. And then you feel it, you're doing the healing work and then it'll ease up again. And then it comes in for a third pass. And so then you have the real opportunity to really go there 
And then it's finally, you know, you're complete with that initiation. Now, if you are older than that and you feel like, oh, I missed that opportunity, I feel like it's never too late, right? We can always go back and do the healing. I think, I I believe the universe is a friendly place and there's a lot of uh, leeway for us to come back and do this work whenever uh, it comes to us. You know, your timing is perfect. So no worries there. But again, this can be a beautiful and powerful initiation and um, can really just be a wonderful gift that you give to the world and going forward can really bring so much meaning and um, I would say joy and um, you know gratitude to your life to be able to serve others in that way you know I just feel like I get so much joy out of doing the work I do and I I thank my current um, initiation for that massively and um, to just help get that clarity so so the the third thing I want to talk about are throughout this period we have Venus returns going on so what does that mean this is um, a Venus cycle it's called the synodic um, cycle of Venus so it has to do with the uh, position of the Venus and the sun. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. It gets kind of complicated. But every eight years, we have what's called a Venus return, which is an initiation. This is an initiation into the Venusian mysteries, an initiation, an invitation for you to come deeper into the embodiment, the very unique, specific embodiment of Venus that you came here to express and explore. So it starts at eight years old. And then fast forward to midlife, we have 40, right? 48. 56 and 64, and we can go on adding multiples of eight. But these are opportunities, um, again, for you to dive deeper into your embodiment of the sacred feminine and how she so uniquely expresses through you. And astrology can help massively with that. You know, understanding who your Venus is and, um, you know, how to honor her, you know, what we focus on expands. So these are opportunities to focus on the sacred feminine, Venus, you know, there are many faces, but she's the main one in astrology, right? And um, when we really honor our own Venus, and how do we do that? We do that through ritual. We do that through embodiment ritual. We do that through mindset as well, clearing out any blocks um, that we have around this, you know, any judgment and limiting beliefs that we've picked up, but also embodiment practices. Yeah. So the more you come into your body, again, you don't even need astrology to do this, but you'll start to tune into your own essence, right? And we do this in my work through breath, through movement, through sound. Um, We do that in my breathwork journey membership. Um, We do this through the jade egg, yoni egg practice. We do this using a yoni wand, which helps us de-armor the yoni, which is all about Venus, right? Really doing the somatic work and really creating more safety in our bodies to really embody our pleasure, like pleasure practices 100%. And we do that again by putting focus in um, kind of a ceremonial way, ritual way on um, the sacred feminine and pleasure. And these um, these cycles will last 19 months-ish, right? And every eight years, you get another kind of um, opportunity, invitation to go deeper. So really beautiful to tune into. And then the fourth piece I want to speak to is what's called our second Saturn return. Now, I live in a culture in the US that is so ageist, it's absolutely comical, almost ridiculous. It's sad, but I have to see it as a comedy because (laughs) I don't want to like have it to be heavy and take me down, right? So um, you hear a lot about Saturn return and 
they just say Saturn return, which means the, the, the initiation you get from Saturn at age 29, 30. Very, very rarely do you hear about the second Saturn return, which happens at 60, 59 or 60, or even like within that framework of time, like 58 for some people. Hello, <laughs> it's kind of important. So I just went through mine at age 59 and it was beautiful. And really what this is, is an opportunity to get real with Saturn and Saturn's got our back, right? We really, um, Saturn is a planet of, you know, rules and regulations and structure and 3D reality right? And there's so many words, keywords we can use to describe this, but it really is here to support us to create the right containers, the right systems, the right structure for our lives so that we can actually, guess what? Bring our essence, our dreams, our visions alive in 3D, right? Without Saturn, it ain't going to happen. So quite often people say, oh, it's the planet of obstacles. It's the planet of buzzkill. Oh, Saturn. If you're going through a Saturn cycle, it's horrible. I disagree. I think if we get right with Saturn, you have an incredible tool, incredible ally, let's say. I don't want to say tool, ally at your back who can really support you. Um, again, this going through my second Saturn return gave so much structure and um, clarity around the exact way to lay out, um, you know, new things I wanted to bring into my sacred work. So I felt so grateful. It's really about rolling up our sleeves and doing the work. But hey, we want to do that, right? It's And it, at the same time, it's about really stepping in to the authorship of our lives, because through no fault of our own, we are really trained to give our authority away to everything, right? To structures, to systems that don't necessarily have your best intention at heart. Let's be honest, right? We live in a very commoditized society, especially in the U.S. And especially as we hit, um, you know, midlife, I think um, not just women, men too, are like, they're ready for you to like really give it up to, you know, hand it over to the pharmaceutical industry or the medical industry. And, you know, just, I think it's such an important initiation to take back nothing wrong with getting support from those systems, but we have to really be our own authority. Do not give your authority away to any institution or professional or expert or me, astrologers or coaches. Um, this is about you really taking um, authorship, right, of your life for real and really stepping into the, the deepest, um, you know, initiation on uh, maturation, right? And when we do that, we actually have the opportunity to become what I like to call, you know, spicy elders, right? Really embodied, juicy, spicy elderhood is what we really need in the world right now and what is really, really absent um, for, for a lot of us, right? Like it's really hard to see role models of, you know, older people, you know, in their 80s, for example, who have really done the work and who are really holding grounded space for, you know, the future generations. And I did a recent podcast um, on her podcast, my friend and colleague, Kelly Sterling, who's a brilliant coach and trauma healer. Um, and I love, I have to quote Kelly here. She says that you don't become an elder just by getting older. And it's so true, right? If we just check out and, you know, don't do our inner work, it doesn't have to be astrology, whatever that looks like for you, but do the emotional work, do the healing work, do um, the embodiment work. Let's bring Venus in because it should be fun. It should feel juicy. It should feel good, right? Then we can step into that elderhood ready, you know, still living our own lives, but 
you know, not demanding that the younger generations give us anything or, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, we can have give and take in relationship. However, um, we can be so full in our own cup that we can really support um, the younger generation and they need, they need that support, right? And this is that um, so many other cultures, traditional cultures really get. I had the privilege, the honor of living in West Africa for two years and in rural West Africa where people really got this and lived this for thousands and thousands of years. And it's actually really beautiful to be in a community where that's um, happening and how deeply honored the elders were, you know, where I lived and the, the women and the men. And um, yeah, it was just rare to see and so foreign to me as a Westerner, as an American. So I just wanted to share that, you know, cultures have their own ways of doing these initiations and astrology for me has been a great way. Um, and it goes on and on, right? We're always learning, always growing. But again, I wanted to offer you those four um, initiation portals, invitations that can really help in, enrich your life, you know, on so many levels. So I hope you find that useful and fun, right? <laughs> so I just want you to know that I believe in you. I am in your corner supporting you, cheering you on 100%. You've got this. And if you want support on this, I have a, an astrology reading that I do for women that's called Goddess on a Mission. And there's a lot in it, so it's pretty robust. And this can really um, maybe be a step into this world and getting um, you know the support you need if that's calling you. So the link is in the show notes. Check it out. We can start the conversation. And uh, yeah, I hope you take advantage of that. It also includes a week long um what i call voxer coaching so it's a voice message messaging app where you can ask deeper questions about your astrology to make it more personal for you so um really about customizing it and supporting you in any way i can all right my love that's it for this episode and i will catch you next time take care thanks so much for tuning in and if you're resonating with what i'm sharing here on the show I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, 
please. Sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.